Welcome to the 10th episode of the Passion Project Podcast. Today, I'm sitting with Guillen, uh, a commercial yes, pilot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You want to pronounce your full name for us? Hi, yeah. My name is Guillen Riordan Kilot, actually. All right. And uh, so you're a commercial pilot, and um, you right now you're in flight school to become a flight instructor? That's correct. I just finished my uh, training for my flight instructor and I'm actually waiting on the date uh, so I can get my uh, CFI license, which stands for Certified Flight Instructor. So, yeah, that's, okay. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how long have you been, uh, you know, studying uh, at flight school? At flight school? Yeah. Um, about almost a year and a half now. Almost a year and a half. Okay. Coming on a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. And, okay. Uh, I've I've been uh, yeah. Mm. Okay. So. so for someone like me that yeah, I mean, if I were to get into uh, flying, which you know uh, I would like to someday, um, with zero experience up front, uh, how do you go yeah. into something like flight school? Um. Well, first off, you, in my opinion, you should ask yourself, what do you want to get out of flying? You know, mm-hmm. do you just want to fly for fun? Mm-hmm. Or do you see yourself going through the airlines or do you see, see yourself as a bush pilot or you don't really know if you like flying and then you just take one lesson or you do one discovery flight to see if you really like it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, for you or for other people that are listening and, and that are really interested in flying, I would say, um, yeah, just just start start from there, you know? Just take a lesson, go fly, see if you like it, see if you love it. Mm-hmm. I already really know that this is going to be my career. You know, I love it for a career. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you're going into it as a professional, but uh, a lot of people might go into it as a hobby or for fun. And you're just saying, figure that out. Yeah, first. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Because it's, it's really expensive. You know, it's a, quite a, quite an investment <laughs> of mm-hmm. time, money and uh, everything. But it's, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's great. I, I enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. So for you personally, I mean, how did you get into it? I know that your background isn't necessarily, you know, um, a flying background. Uh, you went to college for something else, but you went into flying. Yeah. So what's your background and how do you end up, you know, at flight school? Um, well, my background, I actually always wanted to become a pilot when I was a young kid. And actually, my dad um, also always wanted to become a pilot. I see. So and he actually got accepted into flight school like three times or something, mm-hmm. and two of those times he couldn't um, get the finances together because he was on Curacao, and the third time he was already flying. Yeah. And then my mom was pregnant of me, and then uh, <laughs> then he asked, "Okay, so do I have a, a guarantee the job?" And then they said no. So he was like, "Okay, well, screw it then." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. so he stopped. So I I would say my like passion from flying really comes from that okay. actually from my dad that's, that. that's what i i think yeah and i grew up with my stepdad who also flew at the, at the klm so mm-hmm. i i grew up with flying with klm and you know traveling and things like that okay and top gun of course you know yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's... so yeah Okay, so it's it's been like a dream since a young kid, and you've had you know um, uh, your father and your stepfather were people who were into flying and f- uh, captains themselves. 
Were both of them uh, uh, yes, captains, or was your stepfather a captain and your father wanted to become a captain? My my father really wanted to become a pilot, yeah. but it just didn't work out for him, or mm-hmm. he didn't pursue it anymore. Yeah, yeah. So I would say I really got it from them. And then growing up with my stepdad, mm-hmm. I, I saw how the life was and everything. So yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, Kalem is a really big where where it came from. Yeah, Kalem is a really big international um, airline that your stepfather worked for, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, so. How is it like living in a household or being brought up in a household where your father is a pilot for a big international, you know, commercial airline like that? Yeah, that was that was pretty pretty awesome actually, pretty yeah. cool because you get all the benefits, you know, and yeah. So I I traveled to Indonesia for like two hundred euros. <laughs> <laughs> wow, things like that. So that's that's definitely great, you know, and that's that's things I want to give my family too. Yeah. Well, where's KLM based? When I, uh, in Holland, in Amsterdam. Okay. And 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 you were based there with your yeah. family? Uh, yeah. When I grew up with my stepdad, um, I also lived in Holland until I was nine. So. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh. And you saw the life, and and that's something that you know. Yeah. You you look forward to, or something that you want to achieve as well. Mm, yes. In a certain way, definitely. You know, like traveling with your family and flying those big planes. That's, mm. that's just freaking awesome, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I mean, I've, I've looked into flying for a little bit, just as someone who's interested in it as a hobby. Um, but I yeah. don't know much about um, how the licensing works. Um, I'm aware that it works something like on a experience level, like by flying hours. Is that correct? Um, yes, but you need to get all your licenses though. And, and let's say you, it depends. You can have one license, which is the private pilot license and you can have 10,000 hours, but that doesn't mean you can fly a 747 or a big jet. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah. it all depends on what type of experience you get and what type of flying you do, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, and f- in my opinion, getting your instructor's license, that's a really good way of building experience, at least for a couple of months or a year or whatever. Yeah, you I know? see. And that, that's also what the airlines and uh, yeah, the, the airlines really like, you know, they, they like instructors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm choosing that route for now. But okay. who knows? Maybe I'll, I'll I'll end up doing something else or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, okay, for someone who who knows nothing about flying, um, the only license I've ever gotten was a license to drive a car. Um, how similar <laughs> or dissimilar is it to getting a license to drive a car? Do I go and take an exam and then I'm I'm given a you know an airplane to fly in, or is there a lot more to it? I would say flying is not not hard, but it's just a lot, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like a, like a, a pyramid. Like in the beginning, there's so much information, mm-hmm. but it, that information keeps coming back and back and back and back. So, um, even information I just I learned a year and a half ago with my private pilot license, I still yeah. use it now. You know what I mean? Okay. So, so yeah, and it's. So no, no, walk me through, I mean, like, for, I mean, like for, for, for a simpleton, someone who like really doesn't get it. Um, so, okay. so is the first level, 
uh, like a private pilot's license? Is that like level one? Is that that's the... level one? Yes. Okay. And and how do you get yes. to level one first? Do, do you have to go through a, a mechanical course? Do you have to learn how the you know the engines work and stuff like that, or is it a test based type thing? Yeah. So so what you do is uh, you need to do you need to knock out one written test, right? Okay. So that's a written test on everything: a little bit of weather, a little bit of how the engine works, a little bit of aerodynamics, uh, mm-hmm. flight rules. Uh, aeromedical factors and things like that it all combines it okay and um, so then you knock out your written test Mm -hmm. then you uh, do a lot of flight training with your instructor Mm -hmm. overs different types of landings different types of takeoffs things like that Mm -hmm. and and then you also build experience by going cross countries so you fly from one little airport to another little airport and you fly at night, you build experience like that. Mm-hmm. And then you have your practical test and your practical test is when you sit with a, with a DPE, which is an examiner mm-hmm. from um, the FAA or, or he can just be an examiner. And then, um, yeah, that's when you do your practical. So then you sit with him in a room, mm-hmm. just going to start asking you questions and okay. about everything. All right. And mm-hmm. then, uh, and after that's done, if you pass that, then you go flying with him, mm-hmm. and then you show him, <laughs> you show him all the maneuvers and everything. So that's kind of how it works. Okay, so th- that whole process right there, on average, how long does it take for somebody to, you know, to complete something like that? Well, that's I get a question. I get a question a lot, and it depends on a lot. It depends on your finances. It depends on how much time you have. It mm-hmm. depends on the weather. It depends on the school that you're going. It depends on so many things. But let's say you do it full time. Mm-hmm. It's good and everything. I would say you can get your PPL in three months. So okay. your private pilot license. All right. So that's if someone is you know, doing it But let's time. say you're also, yeah, let's say if you're also a, a full time student at the university or something, mm-hmm. then it will take a bit longer, of course. Or maybe uh, one of the plane has a mechanic, planes has a mechanical issue or whatever, or the weather's bad. Mm-hmm. Or Hurricane Irma comes by, like like happened with us last year. Oh, yeah. Then everything stops for like a week and a half, you know? Yeah. So those are all factors that you need to take into consideration. And of course, also finances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is big, big in <laughs> learning to fly because it's expensive. Okay. I mean, you've mentioned finances a lot now since the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. So let's get around to that. Um, what, what do you All mean right. by finances? So, well, if you want to get your licenses, if you want to go from zero hours to uh, your instructors, it, it depends on which schools you go to. You can go to like big schools like Emory-Riddle or FIT and, mm-hmm. and things like that or to just name a few and and yeah. to name a few and that can cost you anywhere between the sixty and ninety thousand dollars. Okay. If you go to those those really big big schools, right? Uh huh. So that's that's a big investment, you know, especially to <laughs> to to like invest in one year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. So um, yeah, and if you go to you can also go to like local flight schools or maybe your dad knows a pilot or something. And then you can just build your time like that or get lessons from, from your uncle who's also a flight instructor or something like that. And you can save a bunch of money, you know? Okay. So that's something that's possible. You can like rank up hours with someone who's already a pilot, like outside of a flight school. 
well, if he's a flight instructor and he, he's like a friend of yours or something and he wants to teach you, mm. and if he's a flight instructor, yeah, why not? Oh. You know? I see. Okay. Or you can, yeah, yeah, of course, why not? Huh. Yeah, there, there's thousands of ways of becoming a pilot. It's, yeah. Uh, so it's, it, there's not just the classic, uh, you go to the university and uh, you, you, you get your ratings, you know, there, there's thousands of ways to do it, thousands, mm-hmm. especially nowadays, which is really exciting. Yeah. Huh. All right. So that's way different from, from something like getting a driver's license for a car because you can't, you can't get your friend who knows how to drive a car to, to teach you how to drive a car and get a license, right? It's not how it works. No, no, but, no, but I'm, saying, I'm saying if that friend of yours is an instructor is a, or something. Yeah, instructor. You know? I mean, you can yeah. save some money with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So maybe maybe he can give you a bit of a discount or maybe you know somebody that has a plane and he's also an, an instructor or something, things mm-hmm. like that, you know? Okay. So finance is definitely a big deal to, to consider when, when you're trying to go into f- flying or flight school. Yeah, I would say yeah, definitely. Hmm. Okay, so for someone like you who's a who's a commercial pilot, uh, you obviously mm-hmm. went beyond the private uh, private pilot pilot license. So that's a PPL. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> w- w- how do you get to the next one? Uh, what's the next one? Commercial, commercial license. Uh, well, the cla- the classic route is private pilot license. Mm-hmm. Then it's your instrument license. Then it's your commercial license. Okay. And then uh, usually people also get their multi-engine license and then their CFI, mm-hmm. their okay. instructor. But I chose to do instructor and then I'll get my multi-engine license. Okay. So multi-engine means something. Like Airplane with two pro- two propellers. With two propellers. So multi-engine. Okay. Yeah. So something something big like. Uh, like a seven four seven or something like that. Is that a multi engine? No, no. Well, no. Well, officially it is a multi engine, but yeah. I mean, if you want to pay six thousand dollars an hour or something to rent a seven four seven, then you should do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So no, usually it's just uh, the, the training. It's just those Senecas, Piper Senecas, or things like that. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So. Uh, you go from the PPL to uh, instruments license to a commercial license to uh, you're yes. going to CFI right now, waiting to take the examination on the yes. CFI. Uh, so when you say a commercial commercial licensed pilot, it doesn't mean someone who can necessarily fly 747s or a 777 for an international no, airline. No, 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 no. Okay, no, so no, how do you get there? Is no. that a completely different rule? Is that something completely different than what we're talking about? Um, no, it's it's not different. It's the same route. It's just the beginning of that route. Oh, I see. Uh huh. You know, because so, um, well, look, there's a way in Europe how you can become a pilot, and there's the American way, and the American way is may, way more practical, I would say, mm-hmm. and the European way is way more expensive. I see. Uh, faster. But you go way deeper into some some theory and things like that. Uh huh. Okay. So the so, and, and those guys do get to immediately fly seven three sevens after after they're they're done. Oh wow! Things like that. They go right into training with uh, big planes like a seven three seven. Yeah, yeah. But it it was like this in the states too. But they changed it in two thousand eight after a, a a big crash. Oh, I see. Golden Air or something. Yeah. So the the whole FAA changed the rules, and now you need to first build um, one thousand five hundred hours. Uh huh. 
or thousand hours if you go to an aeronautical university, etc., etc. Okay, all right. Seems like there's a lot of you know uh, legislation and like uh, rules and yeah, stuff. Yeah, a lot, to... man. So many that that's why like <laughs> there are a lot of people that say that they feel so free and stuff when they fly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's so many freaking rules, guys. Yeah. Come on. It's a lie. <laughs> you think it's a lie? You know? Yeah, it's it's all lies, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm trying to understand because uh, I have no frame of reference. My only frame of reference is a driver's license. Like I said, I'm trying to figure yeah, out yeah. for someone who uh, who wants to do it as a hobby. I don't want to do it as a career. But for someone who yeah. wants to do it as a hobby, uh, how do I get my head around all these rules and all these, you know, um, regulations and things like that? Like, where yeah, do I go? No, I understand. It's a lot. It's a lot, man. But for, for the listeners and for you, mm-hmm. and if you, you feel like you want to do this, just go to your local flight school, man. They'll help you out. Yeah. Just Google a little bit. Uh, go to a local flight school. Mm-hmm. Talk, with, talk with one of the instructors. And... Uh, they know these things, you know, and yeah. they can help you reach you, uh, get you to your aviation goals. Yeah. Um, well, talking about flight schools, sure. um, the flight school that um, that you're at right now uh, is based in Florida, right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Um, uh, well, yes. What's its name again? Really close to Miami. It's Wayman Aviation. Wayman A- Aviation, uh, Florida. Um, yes. So... Yeah. Is there a reason why you chose to go to Florida? Are you based there or are you from there or is it because of the school? Um, yeah, it's definitely also, it has a couple of reasons. It's because of the school, it's because of its Florida. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I just uh, researched everything uh, really well and then I chose to go to Wayman Aviation. But I got my private pilot license at another school though. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, and then afterwards, I made my switch to to win. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how many how many hours have you flown right now? Do you do you know off the top of your head? Uh yeah, like two hundred sixty or something, two hundred sixty five, something like that. Two hundred sixty five. Um. Again, I told you yeah, I have no frame like of that, reference. Yeah. So is that is that a lot or is that <laughs> a little or what is that? Uh, that's that's about where where you need to be when you uh, get your instructor license so <laughs> mm-hmm. okay got it so it's 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 fine all right 265 and you said to to get to commercial you know large planes you have to get to a thousand or a thousand five hundred um yeah one for me it's one thousand five hundred because i have a, a, a college degree and but mm. it's not uh, with uh, aero, uh, aeronautical uh, it's it's not uh, an aviation degree Oh, so I, see. I have to get the one thousand five hundred, and they say if you're from the, if you come from the navy or if you're army pilot or something, you just need seven hundred fifty hours. Mm-hmm. Or if you have a aviation degree, it's one thousand or one thousand two hundred fifty. I don't really know the exact for that, but it's it's something like that. Yeah. Okay. But is is that your goal to to get to you know commercial level large? uh airplanes passenger airplanes yes yeah okay. definitely how i'm okay. feeling about it right now yeah but who knows you know maybe i really like i'll maybe i'll fall in love with this instructing thing mm-hmm. because I, I do really like it right now you know 
Yeah. And um, I don't know. Maybe I'll. Uh, you know what? I can fly little planes in Indonesia. <laughs> you know why not do that for a couple of years, or just go to Alaska and fly bush planes or something? I don't know. That's fun, you know. Yeah. Because I have a feeling that as soon as I start that airline job, mm-hmm. that's gonna be it. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. that, that's like gonna be it for me for the rest of my life. Yeah. Unless I lose my medical or something, you know. So. Yeah. I just for me the the main reason I'm getting my instructor license right now is because I see it as as the master's degree in aviation mm-hmm. you know if they they say this is the toughest um license you can get in aviation like an, an exam it takes the whole day it's okay. not like two hours three hours it takes the whole freaking day yeah. you come there in the morning at eight the examiner is there you go through everything mm-hmm. everything from aerodynamics to aeromedical factors to to weather well oh no officially not weather though that's that's funny mm-hmm. anyway it's like everything you know and you need to be able to explain the maneuvers you need to know everything so yeah that's i I put myself this goal from if i can get my instructor's license mm-hmm. then i can then i can become a captain on the 747 okay yeah basically or, just, or just get, a, or get the hard one out of the way and then you think it's all smooth sailing well, it's not going to be smooth sailing, but... <laughs> That'll be smooth <laughs> you know, flying. Let, let's hope it's smooth, <laughs> smooth flying, yeah, tailwinds and everything. That would be yeah. great. But yeah, that, that's uh, that, that's the main reason why I put myself that goal, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. All right. I, I have some, some like, questions. Maybe this is a good uh, refresher for your instructor exam coming up. Um, awesome. <laughs> I want to know some of the jargon that pilots might use. So if I go up to a pilot on a <laughs> commercial plane, yeah, if I go up to a pilot on a commercial plane and I'm flying home, I want something to say to the pilot that'll impress him. <laughs> something that he'll impress be like, him. "Oh wow, yeah, you know, you know fl- how to fly?" Something like that. Yeah, something about taking off or landing or maybe something I can mention about how he landed. I don't know, something interesting, something cool that I can that I can, you know, All right, so, when, so so you so you want to be like uh when you get on a jet blue or something, you want to say something like in the cockpit door. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. The, okay. All right. Well, maybe you can say something from. Um, hey guys, are you shooting the RNAV or the ILS today, or something like that? Are you shooting the so RNAV? So GPS approach or a, or. A, <laughs> yeah, it's which is a GPS approach or or a ILS approach, which is something else. Okay. Which they're just instrument approaches. Well, they always do instrument approaches in that type of flying, actually. Okay. Usually, yeah. so IRF so, um, or uh, ILS, <laughs> R- <laughs> like a GPS approach, yeah, or a ILS approach. Okay, GPS or ILS. Yeah, just just ask him something just like that. Just ask him something like that. <laughs> and that'll impress him, you think? Well, not so much. <laughs> well, yeah. Look, they'll they'll just be like, oh, this guy knows uh, knows about instrument approaches for sure, you know. Okay. <laughs> How about how about something about um, I'd, well at least that's what I hear like the general public nowadays um, the what's going around is that most commercial flights are all computer they're all automated uh, all you do is mm-hmm. as a pilot is the takeoff and landing is that true or um well it that actually depends on the airline 
right? Because mm-hmm. I hear like big airlines like Etihad and Emirates mm-hmm. that they're just allowed to put off the autopilot like 400 feet before they land. Oh, wow. And, and yeah, before they land and also after they take off, like 300 feet after they've taken off, they need to put on the autopilot. Oh, wow. So they're only flying uh, uh, for like, what, yeah, 30 minutes? Like, <laughs> like not, yeah, less. less <laughs> and then uh, they're drinking coffee. Okay. <laughs> anyway, and, but then another friend of mine who just, who just went to the airlines, uh, to the regionals, he, he says, yeah, it's so cool. We fly the plane all the way up to 15,000 feet. I'm like, what the hell, man? That's really high. <laughs> okay. So oh, yeah, it, it it depends. It depends on the standard operating procedures of of the airline where you're at, also. Oh okay. You no. Know? Uh huh. And maybe sometimes the captain's also like, yeah, no, whatever, just fly this. That's fine. Okay. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Screw it. I'll just I'll just fly myself. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, I mean, you've been flying for two hundred and sixty hours, so I'm sure you've come across some kind of situation. That was interesting. Doesn't have to be a bad situation. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't have to be bad, but it could be bad. But an interesting situation that you've come across in the two sixty hours that you've been flying. Yeah, that's pretty funny, actually. Uh, like four weeks ago, I landed with the nose gear up, and I was on television and everything. <laughs> oh, you were on TV. <laughs> yeah, if you oh, Google uh, with my yeah, if you Google it, I don't know if you have a computer now. Oh yeah, my computer's right in front of me, actually. Here, let me type it in. Now, if you like go to you, if you go to YouTube and you do uh, pilot kisses ground or something like that, that's <laughs> that's me and my instructor. Kisses the ground after pilot, emergency landing in yeah. Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the one? Yeah. Look. Oh man! Is it the plane with uh, N five 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 six one two? Oh wow! You're all yeah, over the so place. There's the, yeah, the thing was it's a. We had this problem with the nose gear, right? Mm-hmm. And that's all cool. You just follow the checklist. You just do what you're trained to do, yeah. right? And somehow on the frequency at our airport, there's also the local television station. Mm-hmm. And we were just doing our thing, going through the checklist. Um, I actually already saw a lot of videos of, of the planes landing like that, and nothing ever happens with those pilots. You know, they just land on their own way. So I was feeling yeah. really calm ahead of the plane. I was working together with my instructor to, to get it done, mm-hmm. you know. And then when we decided to come in, there were like four helicopters or three helicopters filming us. And oh. as you can see, after we got out, um, my instructor, who's awesome, I hope he's listening. Yeah. I've... <laughs> My instructor, he was just, um, I, well, I wouldn't say happy, but he was just like really relieved. And in this moment, he kissed the ground. Oh, and that, yeah. And that shit went viral, man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> we were on the news in England. We were, we did an interview for a Chinese um, group and everything. So, yeah. Whoa. All right. To be honest, if there are other pilots listening to this, in general aviation, this happens it's not that it happens a lot, but this United States is so big that it happens. It happens, you know, and those yeah. guys don't get filmed, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but we just got filmed and, and yeah, so yeah. <laughs> that, you guys that were happened, but lucky as you can or see, unlucky. Uh, yeah, filmed. we were really lucky. Actually. You were lucky well, to, yeah, you were lucky to land, unlucky to get filmed. <laughs> yeah, but 
seriously, it, it was all good. Like a couple of hours later, I still made my exam and I passed. Oh. It was all good. So you took an yeah. exam a few hours after that landing? Yeah. Wow. Huh. All right. Yeah. So yeah. what, uh, I guess, I mean, I don't have a fear of flying, obviously, but I know uh, a few people that do. And after the recent, um, did you hear about the... the Southwest? Yeah, the Southwest. Yeah. Um, yeah, so of course. After that happened, uh, there's a lot of people, you know, that fear flying that are like, oh, see, see what happened. Um, so how how do you get people that are afraid to fly to to not be afraid to fly, I guess? How, how do you talk them into um, it or how do you, you know? Well, in my opinion, look, it's so safe flying, especially with the airlines. You know, mm -hmm. there's how many millions of flights each year, you know, and like st if you look at it, at it statistically, mm -hmm. it's so freaking safe. It's safer to go flying than to go buy groceries, you know. Yeah. yeah. So th that's one of the, the ways I would I would tell them to say it, to tell them that it's safe, you know. Mm -hmm. And. Yeah, and and let's say that you're you're afraid to fly, then I would talk with them from uh, in a way for, as in, what are you afraid of? Let me explain this to you. You know, if mm -hmm. if friends come to my school and I'm gonna go with flying with them or or family, yeah. and they're and I see that they're a bit uh, that they are a bit uncomfortable, then I tell them, well, we we check our planes here a lot. Mm -hmm. We have fifty hours uh, that they check the planes every fifty hours, every hundred hours. Yeah. And it gets really thoroughly checked every year. They take the plane apart, they check everything, mm -hmm. and then they put the plane back together. You know? yeah. And then there's also me, a pilot, double-checking everything, triple-checking everything. And in case something does happen, there's you know, protocols. like emergency gear, yeah, there's protocols to still get safe to the ground. Yeah. yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Okay, this has been, this has been super... Uh... Super insightful and educational, but uh, yeah. any cool, any more awesome. like last minute tips or things that you know people who don't know things about planes should know. Um, I don't know something for the general public. Something interesting. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. For general public. You see, the problem is a lot of people they're in the environment and the everyday things yeah. aren't very interesting to them. But to me, someone who doesn't mm -hmm. fly planes daily, that's something, you know, your day-to-day -day might be super interesting to me. So, I don't know. <laughs> something something like, uh, oh, I don't know. Well that, well, that landing right there was very interesting. But um, I hope that's not day-to-day. -day. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. The emergency, the emergency landing wasn't day-to-day. -day. No, yeah. Uh, I would just say if if you feel if you feel I I would really say this if you feel like you want to fly now is really the time to do it. Mm -hmm. If if you start flying now and you you're contemplating or thinking about making it a career, do it yeah. now. Okay. I mean, you have programs with nowadays. You have programs with American Airlines, with JetBlue. Mm -hmm. um, you have. Uh, like companies paying you to get your training done. Yeah. So I would definitely say if you want to fly, 
now's the time. Go go to your local flight school, knock out those ratings, become an instructor or build time another way. Yeah. And then go to the regionals, go to the airlines and have fun. Okay. Doing it. Enjoy the process. Any uh anything else you want to say or uh close it off here? Um well, no, not not really anything. Well, if you guys have other questions, feel free to send me a message uh, on Instagram. Yeah, that's, where can they fun. reach you? Uh, you can send me a, a... So for all the listeners, in case you have more questions or something, uh, send me a message on uh, Instagram. However, mm-hmm. my Instagram, I keep it private. <laughs> but yeah. feel free to send out a message. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, yeah, if you don't mind, I'll, I usually do a quick write-up for every one of these podcasts. So I'll include your, uh, you know, Instagram handle. If anyone has any questions, I'll also include uh, the flight school Instagram handle. That's where I found you. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, no and problem. Yeah. Once again, thank you. Thank you for taking this Friday night and uh, sitting with me and chatting. Yeah. No problem. I'm going to go have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have a, have a good weekend, dude. Thanks. Heat in my vein like vernacular. Cook up the beat with a spatula.